I'm Mike Vardy, and this is the Productivityist Podcast. Welcome once again to the Productivityist Podcast. I'm Mike Vardy, and I've got a great show for you today. I have an interview with Tim Metz of Saint, which is a productivity device or a distraction um, stopper uh, that uh, has just been launched on Indiegogo. I started backing it. I wanted to get a chance to talk to Tim. He's reaching out to me from Beijing uh, or in China. And uh, just to give you some forewarning that uh, he was in a diner or some kind of lunch establishment. So there is some clanking of dishes in the background and stuff, but we did the best we could with what we had. Again, thanks to John Bolstra for putting together the show. Uh, The interview is only about 15 minutes long. So um, what I wanted to do off the top of the show is just talk about some things that I've done in the past to kind of keep distractions at bay. I'm not a usual believer in devices and stuff like that to help me with that. Um, you know, and one of the reasons why I don't have an Apple watch at this point, I, uh, interestingly enough, I am looking at getting one down the line just so that I can, cause I do see some benefits to it. And maybe that's what I'll touch on initially is the benefits that I can see of a device like the Apple watch, which initially I thought would be uh, distractions. And, and I still think it does offer distractions in, in a large respect, especially if gone unchecked off the top. Most people just grab the watch and then they start using it. And all of a sudden notifications are popping up left, right and center, but there are some benefits to it. I can definitely see the health benefits. Uh, I've read a post and I'll put this in the show notes um, from Jim Dalrymple from the loop. And he talks about, about things like his fitness level has improved uh, he's lost weight so I, I i mean that that to me is is huge because i'm in, i'm in a position where i need to start getting a bit better with that um and, and maybe this is a nice way to segue into the distractions that keep me from doing those kind of things is that you know i mean no matter what distractions i come across exercise has been a challenge for me so i need to maybe that's where the good distraction comes with the disruption more or less so uh, i can definitely see where certain devices that can distract and disrupt you can help. Um, I have a new device I'm actually testing right now. It's called Capture, K-A-P-T-U-R-E, and I'll also put that in the show notes. And it's more for memo recording and stuff. And I'm going to put that through the bases, especially while I'm in Portland this week. I'm heading off to Portland for the World Domination Summit. Uh, so, um, so yeah, uh, th- that's something I want to kind of play with because distractions could be a huge, huge thing. And devices, I... I don't think that they are the silver bullet. I think the approaches are what you need. And and everyone's going to have a few um, you know glitches along the way, a few things that are going to disrupt them and, and, and cause them to lose focus. And when it comes to distractions, there are a lot of things you can do to keep that from happening. And, and I've defined this before, and I've talked about this, is that uh, distractions and disruptions are two completely different things in my mind. Um, let's talk about disruptions first. So disruptions are things that you that happen to you that you have no control over. A disruption would be, you know, like the fire alarm going off in my house right now. If a smoke alarm was to go off right now, the I can't ignore I can't, you know, ignore it. It's not something that distracts me. It's something that goes, I need to get out of this house right now. So that's a disruption. Uh you know, my child falling down the stairs. I've talked about this before. Is is a disruption. It's not like I can't leave the child there. And go, oh, you'll be okay. It's it's not a distraction. It's a disruption. So, in my mind, a disruption is something that you couldn't have planned. It's something that is going to keep you from moving the thing that you are working on forward. A distraction, on the other hand, is something that I believe, and this is my my own my own thought process, is that it's something that you that that 
has prevented you from moving the thing you're working on forward, but you had a chance to prevent it from happening, that a disruption you just can't do. So, for example, if my phone was to go off right now, I could have put it in airplane mode or, or put it on silent. Um, if, uh, if notifications go off on my Apple Watch, I could have mitigated that by saying, hey, I only want certain notifications. Uh, one that drives me up the wall is the... Um, is is when my cell phone rings, my iPhone rings, the Mac rings now, and I have not, I, I still haven't turned that off, and I should, but I haven't mitigated that distraction yet, and that's what it is. It's not a disruption; it's a distraction. I can stop that. There is a way for me to, and I've seen it happen so many times that there's no reason why I shouldn't. So again, you know, I, I still have some struggles with that. Now the the thing is, is both of those can lead to the path of diversion. And diversions aren't always bad. Let me be clear. Diversions don't always have to be bad. But what happens when you're distracted or you're disrupted is that you get pulled away from the thing you're working on. And by the time you get back to it, you're like, okay, what was some, some of your, what what was I doing again? Or you lost your flow. You lost that you're out of that state of flow. And now all of a sudden you're like, well, now what do I do? Uh, And the pull of social media and email is very strong in these instances. Why? Because You could be Pavlovian. You could say, okay, well, I don't know what to do next, but email will tell me what to do. Or I can go look on Facebook because Facebook will incite a reaction or will will make me execute some sort of action. This is, again, where I honestly believe that looking at your task list is so critical. I mean, yes, you can look at your calendar to see what's next on your list. Or you can even, if you have a time chunk there, that would also work. But for me to know, again, what, what mode I am currently in, and the nice thing about a distraction or a disruption, especially when you pull your way out of a diversion and off the diversionary path, is you get to choose, you you can have a better chance of identifying what mode you're in than what project you're working on. So I, if I'm exhausted after a let's say I get pulled into a meeting that I didn't expect to be pulled into, by the time I'm done that meeting, I'm exhausted. I can look at Todoist in my case, OmniFocus, Asana, Trello. It doesn't matter if you've got a mode for low energy. I can then say, you know what, I'm tired or I'm brain dead if that's the mode you're using. And I can say, oh, you know what, look, um, here are the things I can do when I'm brain dead or have low energy. Like that's what you can do. So in my mind, mode-based work can really help you when you've been distracted or disrupted. Clearly, when you if you get distracted a lot, you've got some things you need to do. Uh, disruptions are very different. And this is something that people say to me. They're like, well, I have a coworker that just won't stop leaving me alone. They, they disrupt me all the time. They don't distract you. They disrupt you. That's the thing. They'll say distract. Um, headphones. And I know that there was a campaign out there, and I talk about this in the interview with Tim, that had like a sign that says, I'm in the zone right now. And I think it's a noble effort. But I also think that people are like any other sign. And I learned this by working at Costco, is that signs, too many of them, Again, it's like anything else. If you see too many of something, they kind of blend into the background. I remember when I worked at Costco and the forklifts would go around. Now, if you've ever shopped at Costco, you can probably hear a forklift driving around because you've you've not worked there. But if you do work there and work there for an extended period of time, all of a sudden the forklift just blends into the sound around you and it's no longer a warning. It's just part of the environment. That's kind of what signs can be like. Uh, It's the same thing can happen, honestly, with headphones. If you've got earbuds on, first off, A, those aren't going to be a a clear signal that you're working on something. But big, you know, honking cans on your head, they may work for a spell, but they, they may not work for the long haul because a cultural change needs to happen. And this is where it gets tricky because if you're 
working for an organization that isn't interested in stopping the culture of disruption, not distraction, but dis- uh, the culture of, 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 of disruption, which is, hey, you know, I'm going to get constantly disrupted by these people. Uh, that's where we run into problems. Jason Fried's talked about this too in, in, in his, his TEDx talk. Um, you know, that's why a lot of people are so much better off telecommuting because they can work from home and they won't be disrupted as much. But the problem with telecommuting for a lot of people is they can get distracted because they're at home and there's lots of things that can pull them away. I'm not immune to it either. When the summertime is upon us as I'm recording this and my daughter's home all day for the majority of it. And if she's doing something cool and I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Uh, if I go upstairs to grab a bite to eat and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you know, let's chat for a bit. That's That can turn into a distraction. Um, and it's not a bad one necessarily, but I need to be able to pull my way back into my work afterwards. So there are dangers, but largely at home, you're distracted. In the office, you can be disrupted. At least that's my experience. And what I challenge people to do is look at that and measure it. And you know what? There's a way to decide. What I would what I would strongly suggest you do, if you're having a problem with distraction or disruption, other than getting a device like this, which will only take you so far, is every time you get distracted during the day, make a note of it. And, uh, you know, call it like the distraction, distraction disruption pad. And I'm just flying off, off with this. I have no form for this yet, but when I do, I'll make sure I share it on the website. But, you know, check off every time you're distracted. And just make a note of it. That's all you need to do is make a note of it. Just like you would a Pomodoro or anything else. X, you know, just make a note. Um, and every time you're disrupted, again, knowing what the difference is, make a note. And I guarantee you that you'll see, you'll be once you can measure it, you can figure out how to challenge it. Again, just like productivity has become, again, more a, qu- a quantifiable game than a qualified game. You know, like the amount that you do in so many instances is more important than the quality of what you do because you can measure quantity far easier. But if you can say, hey, you know what, I'm getting distracted 15 times per day and I'm getting disrupted 38 times per day. Well, you've got some you've got some things you need to look at. Um, maybe it's the time of day you're working. Maybe it's the culture you're in. Maybe there's a particular person and you can actually in the in the disrupted area, you could put the initials of the person that disrupted you or just the first initial or whatever. Um, there's lots of different ways to do it. But tracking this kind of thing, this is where quantified something is more important. If you quantified others where you can say, hey, you know what? I want to take a look at when so-and-so is distracting me or disrupting me. And I want to take a look at how often I'm being distracted and see what, what works. I guarantee you that if you start to measure that stuff, you'll be able to battle it a lot easier than just kind of saying, well, you know, it is what it is. And because the, the path of diversion can be a long and winding one. And it can, it's kind of like going down. Um, it's like Hansel and Gretel, you know, I mean, they initially left uh, pebbles and then one day they, he couldn't find pebbles, I believe. And this is, I'm paraphrasing. And so he left breadcrumbs. And what happened, the birds stole the breadcrumbs and they couldn't find their way back. More often than not, we leave breadcrumbs and we can't find our way back. Start leaving some pebbles. And better still, uh, you know, figure out why you have to leave those pebbles in the first place and maybe have, leave less along the way. All right. With, with that in mind, let's talk to Tim about the device that him and his team are building that's going to help you with your... Uh, you know, with with distractions and combating them. Here's Tim Metz from from Saint here on the Productivious Podcast. Enjoy. I'd like to welcome Tim Metz, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right, to the Productivious yeah. Podcast. Tim, thanks for joining me this week. Yeah, thank you for having me. 
So Tim, Tim, you're based in China, right? You're, uh, whereabouts are you in China right now? I am in Beijing, actually. Yeah. So uh, Tim is recording his on his end. I'm recording on my end. So we're gonna thanks to John, who's gonna edit this whole thing together, make it sound magical. But speaking of magical, I want to talk about something that you have been building for the last little while. And as this airs, we are basically a little over a week into the campaign. You've created a thing called, and I want to—it's called Saint, isn't it? Yeah, Saint. Yeah, as in a saint. Yeah. So it's saint.com. We'll have that in the show notes. And what I mean, I I saw this, and I've seen a lot of productivity tools in my time. I'm sure you have too. What I what I liked about this is immediately is that I've got this little red easy button here on my desk. You know, the old Staples easy button. This thing will replace that as far as I'm concerned, and then some. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you tell everybody what it's about before they go jumping off and, and, and backing your campaign? Um, yeah, so, so the, the main idea behind it was indeed to combine some existing productivity elements that I'd been using for a long time myself. Um, so, so one of it is like blocking distractions, like you have a, a lot of apps that do that. Um, then, of course, you have the Pomodoro technique and other timers, and you have a lot of apps that do that. Um, and I was I was using a, a health tracker like a Jawbone up last year with some friends and I, and I it was quite motivational I have to say that you have this kind of peer pressure from your friends, so those things together made made me start thinking about can you combine that into something for productivity that makes it a little bit more fun and maybe a bit less boring and more accessible for maybe younger people who don't want to read a, a lot of books and implement a complex system. So the first idea was just software, but then as I was talking with some friends about it. We said, well, why don't we, you know, why don't you add a button? Because that makes it, you know, else it's just another app and you easily forget about an app. So initially we just thought about a very simple button. Um, But the more I thought about it and the more I read about it and about habit change and behavior change and things like that, the more I felt that a a physical element would make a lot of sense. Um, So that was was really the main reason for adding the, the physical element. And then, of course, we started adding functionalities to that, like being able to see how far you are in your... Pomodoro in your in your sprint, um, being able to you know signal to colleagues whether you're busy or not, um, and we added in also a touchpad and a gesture pad, so you can kind of use it as for shortcuts for your um, for your productivity apps or other apps. Uh, but that, that's kind of how it came about. Um, and we actually started the crowdfunding yesterday, so we're still in our first 24 hours, by the way. Yeah, as we're recording this, yes, but with this by the time this airs, it'll be about it'll be about a weekend. So, but okay, that's yeah, that's sorry. actually you know, and, no, that's okay, that's okay, because what we found, and I'm sure you've noticed this as well as you study the crowdfunding models, that the initial the initial start off is quite good, and then it kind of drops a little bit, and then yeah. as the campaign comes to an end, it rises up. So we're going to try to keep this this thing going so that you have a longer curve going on. Now, one of the things I really liked about this is it, it's not intrusive. Um, I mean, there was, there was a, and I mean, I don't mean to poo poo anybody else's idea, but there was that sign that was, uh, that, that I saw that a lot of my friends back that was like the do not disturb sign that was Bluetooth oriented. And I just didn't feel that it would work necessarily for me more so than just having headphones on and stuff. But this, this is the, the thing is, is I've always said that you've got to make productivity personal again, that we've taken that's that's gone out of the realm of what we've known productivity become. And, and this device, you can set it up. Like you said, you've got the ability to have it open up. Certain gestures will do certain things. And what I like is you mentioned, uh, of course, uh, and I'm looking at some of the press info stuff, uh, the, the Organized Mind, which is a great book, um, yeah. talking about like how it's a habit building thing. Like if you start using it and you have certain ways that you need to direct yourself to get into either a sprint or into a particular app, 
that is almost, if not more helpful than having, say, a task management application. When I was thinking about what is, you know, what is kind of one of the most important elements of productivity, I kind of ended up at like focus because it's like no matter what system you implement or which apps you have, like if you can't focus, then it's kind of like fuel. You know, if you can't focus, then you, you know, no matter how good your system is, you don't get anything done. Um, and I, and I, that was also the main problem that I saw around me working with people in different teams that I worked. Um, so that's, that was one of the driving forces or kind of pain points to solve, I guess. And then, as you said, of course, if you make, you know, if you make a product that helps, should help people to be less distracted, it shouldn't be a distraction. So, it, you know, it should be kind of non-intrusive and kind of fit into uh, somebody's workflow. Now, one of the things I do like about the product as well is, first off, you got a lot of good good perks involved. I, I jumped in and did the $100, the $99 Saint for Life. And I know there by the time this airs, there, this may, that may not be as available because uh, I think there's only 500 But can you tell me what else is going to come along with Saint for those who are going to back it? I mean, Saint is just one of the things that you can get the device itself, obviously, at the higher levels. And actually... Tell people what the price point is, because most people would think that something, a device of this nature is going to cost an arm and a leg. And I, that's another thing I like is that you're not you're not bankrupting somebody to try to get them to be more productive. You're actually giving them a device that's going to help them and it's not going to break their pocketbook at the same time. Yeah, so we worked. I mean, it was it was quite a challenge. We, we worked very hard to keep the price as low as we could, um, just, just because also, you know, you have it's the first time you're. You're selling such product, um, so if you know the lower the price, the easier it is, of course, to convince people to come on board and, and try it out. Um, so we worked very hard on that, and indeed, the, the price is thirty-nine dollars, uh, excluding shipping. Um, and then for that, you get the device, and you get twelve months of the software, uh, of the premium software. So that's kind of the main package. Uh, and then from there, it goes up. Uh, and then, of course, you know, you have packages with two two devices or for a whole company with like 10 or 75 devices. And then, of course, you get a volume discount. Um, but then besides that, we kind of played around with the software. So we said, okay, if you, you know, can imagine if you really believe in in the idea and in what we're trying to put together and, you, and you know, as we think this is going to be a long-term thing and it's going to be more than just one product, I think we can build a whole company around it. I think it can be very interesting to take the $100 or $99 package, which then includes the software, um, the premium software for life. So you, you get that for free for the rest of your life. Um, so that's an interesting one. And then we also added in one, if you're really optimistic about us, um, because we, we, you know, our intention is to build more kind of productivity hardware devices in the future. We have, we have other ideas as well. So if you really think we might do well, there's also a, a, a $999 package where you will get all our products forever for free uh, so that's another one and then there's lower ones where um, you don't get the device for example for $15 um, you get uh, part of the premium software uh, and you get an ebook so I've been writing quite a bit about productivity in the past year um, on my on my blog and we based on that we're putting together an ebook so you can also get that for $5 so tell me what got you into the idea of productivity. I mean, I know you've talked about building that, building the, uh, building the device, building Saint. But I mean, I watched the video, and you say you're a productivity guy. What, what drew you to the 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 realm of productivity? Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely, I'm not, a, I'm definitely not an expert like you are, I would say. But um, I, I am have been very passionate and interested in productivity, kind of since 2008, which was kind of or 2007, which was kind of when I started managing a few people and and i kind of had my first 
my own business and then I just very quickly like I couldn't handle my inbox and I was just starting to forget stuff and and then I just I wondered I was like well there must be people who are getting more emails than me and they're you know they're doing fine or they're managing somehow so there must be a better way so until then I just kind of figured things out, like most people I think just you go about your day and you kind of build some kind of random routine so I started kind of looking into that and then I guess this is almost a cliche, I would say, but uh, I found Getting Things Done by David Allen. So I read that and that was just, you know, a revelation in a way. I was like, oh, wow, of course you could do it like this. And it makes so much sense. And then from there, I just got very interested in the whole field. And, I've, you know, then I started reading a lot about productivity in general and always trying to, you know, kind of improve my system and my way of looking at it. Because it just, you know, I think in the modern workplace, it just makes such a difference if you are a bit better organized and you know what to do and 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 I kind of I kind of think also as David Allen writes it it does make you also more creative in a strange it sounds strange because you're implementing a rigid system or a routine but it actually gives you the freedom to you know think more creatively and 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 yeah be fully in whatever it is you're doing so that's how I kind of got into it well yeah and it's I mean it's been proven that frameworks and and some kind of framework is necessary for freedom because Without it, you know, I mean, you're not going to be, you're kind of going all over the place. And I, I like, I like the, the, I've read some of your blogs. I like the ethos that you guys have going on here. And one of the other things I, I want to ask you is about the software. So obviously the device is one thing, but the software is really kind of what's going to make it tick a bit. Now you talk about Pomodoro and not everybody likes to use Pomodoro. So you've kind of made it so that it doesn't have to be Pomodoro's. Your sprints can be whatever you decide them to be, right? Yeah, exactly. Because personally, for example, I like to... Uh, I like to work in 90-minute blocks, um, which is kind of what Tony Schwartz, I guess he's the first one to really mm-hmm. promote, promote that or push that out there. Um, uh, but it, I kind of like that. So I think there's different, and there's, I think there's also programmers who like to work for like four hours in a row. I'm not sure if that's really healthy, but uh, it, it does happen. Um, so yeah, you can kind of, you know, you can adjust to your own time starting from like a minimum is like 10 minutes because i think if you don't work for 10 minutes at a task then it doesn't make any sense so it kind of starts from 10 minutes up to four hours and you can set your sessions and what else does the software do like what else can it i mean because i think that that's that's a definite selling point of this of this device because i mean you see that i mean most of these devices they just connect via bluetooth and then they're talking to another app or whatever i mean i've got plenty of them that have apps uh that have been testing but this one kind of it's the app also propels you like i mean you can set preferences right for where where things will open and stuff like that is that kind of how it works out yeah and so and so you can uh you know you can you can set the time you can you can uh block out distracting apps and websites uh and you get points uh initially and i think the point system is very interesting because what we really want to do is help really help people improve their behavior and in that sense be a bit more proactive than like some other software that's kind of running in the background and it gives you reports but you don't really um, you know, you don't necessarily really help you unless you're, you know, you dive into the reports and you look at it yourself. Whereas I think what we want to do is initially the scoring system is very simple. So we just say for every 10 minute block that you focus, which means you don't switch to something that is a distraction, uh, you get points. But I think very quickly we can make that score much more advanced. So we could start to say like, well, for example, if you only check your email three times per day, you get a little bit extra score. Uh, and then from there, from the data we get, uh, and how, you know, from how we see how people actually work when they're in front of their computer, I think we can start to say, okay, what is a kind of a produ- productive footprint of somebody? And what is an unproductive footprint? And how can we start to help, you know, the people who have kind of an unproductive footprint to become more like the people with the productive footprint? So, so one of the things we'll ask when you sign into the software is your profession. 
because of, of course for each profession this is kind of different mm-hmm. um, and, and so based on that we'll start to look and see if we can that's kind of my mission see if we can uncover like what for each profession is kind of a, a productive digital footprint I think that's where we where we want to go so that you've actually started to lead into the, my, my next question which I think will be the last one because okay. I, I know that we've got uh, we're, we're talking from a long distance away and it sounds like uh, it sounds like the the coffee's ready for you um, <laughs> so t- tell me what is the long plan for you like what is the long-term plan for Saint because Saint isn't just gonna I mean this is the device but what is the long-term plan for the company and for what you're doing I think the long-term plan is I hope to I hope we can really turn this into a company and this is our first product I think um, the software I really see a lot of potential for the software so what you get with this 12-month premium plan is not just what comes out in November, but it's also what we will be developing um, from there onwards because we do have a lot of ideas how we can, you know, one thing I just described, but obviously we have a lot more ideas how we can make the software uh, really kind of a helper and a, and, a, and a way to help you become more productive and, and change your behavior. So I think that's the plan for like the first one, the first year. And then I think we also, we do see a lot of potential developing more hardware products related to productivity um i couldn't exactly say what those would be just because i don't entirely know yet also but um but we would you know we definitely this product is kind of what we felt is what the best thing we could do at a low price point but we have some ideas for like higher price points so i think in one or two years we would definitely you know hope to come out with with more hardware products further develop the software and really build like kind of a hardware and software company around productivity that's kind of the long-term plan well, you're off to a roaring start. Um, as we are uh, recording this, you've got, I mean, you've had, uh, I mean, the f- funding starts off as anything. Mean, you're asking for, it's flexible funding on Indiegogo. You're asking for $100,000 US. So far, you've raised sixty-five, a little over 6500 but you're just literally in the first little aspect of the campaign. I, I'm, a, I'm backing it. Uh, anyone who's listening, I, I mean... I don't normally back devices like this because of the fact that, you know, I've, I've got an approach that I use and I have, you know, certain things that I, that I, um, that I already use. I mean, this is not going to be a device that, that I, I necessarily require, but I see some va- a lot of value in it, not just for others, but for me as well. For those instances where, hey, I want to do focused work on a book proposal or on a blog post or on a newsletter or, or whatever. So I think that, that um, when I looked at it, and I watched the video, and I thank you for reaching out to me. I said, you know, they've got something here, and and that's why I'm backing it. And and anyone who's out there, uh, check it out. I mean, the price point is is right aligned with the kind of pricing that I generally charge for my stuff. Uh, my goal, as yours is, is to help as many people as possible, and not kind of, uh, you know, lead them down the path where they're they're spending a lot of money on this. My goal is to have them spend, get value, and, and then make themselves more productive out of it. So what you've built, what you and your team are working on here is fantastic, and I applaud you for it, and I can't wait to see what happens with it, not just over the in the short term, you know, between now and, let's say, the end of the year, but also over the long term. So, Tim, thanks so much for spending time with me today. I know it's, uh, you're, I mean, we were kind of uh, hooked up uh, uh, at the last minute, but I felt this was important to get out there, and I really want to thank you for joining me this week. Yeah, thank you for having me, and I really nice to hear that you like what we're what we're doing we're very excited about it there you go i encourage you to head over to saint.com and back their indiegogo campaign if it's still active by the time you're listening to this who knows if just go to saint.com you might be able to buy it because it's flexible funding i'm backing the product you heard why i don't normally back 
productivity type things at this point. I've backed priority bicycles, of course. I've ba- backed uh, yeah, backed stream of consciousness, which is where I did my Beyond Productivity workshop. I've backed a lot of those, but not very many productivity apps or devices. This is one I believe in, and I strongly encourage you to check it out and see if it's something that you might uh, want to add to your productivity toolbox as well. Uh, Thanks again for listening this week. If you're interested in hearing the Patreon edition of the podcast, which is a different version, you either get more material or you get a different podcast altogether. And you are getting a different podcast this week than what the Patreon folks are because they're getting a completely different introduction uh, than you did. Uh, The interview is the same this week, but the introduction was very different. So uh, what I encourage you to do is head over to patreon.com slash productivityist. Look at the perk level. Pick one back the show, help me make the show better, help me, uh, you know, bring more people into the fold. John's doing a great job editing the show, but I want to, you know, be able to build the show even better. I want to be able to do a lot more with it. And I'd love your support to make that happen. If you can't back the show monetarily, no problem. Say you you backed Saint instead, and I think that's a valuable thing to do. Then what I would love it if 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 you could just head over to iTunes or to your podcast uh, solution of choice and give the show a rating and review. Help more people find it because the more people that find the show, the more people I can help, and that's exactly what I'm here to do with this show and with Productivityist in general. So until next week when I talk about the World Domination Summit because I'm headed there tomorrow for my fifth. That's right fifth time uh i will see uh i I want you to keep moving things forward i want you to be more productive i want you to stop doing productive and start being productive so until next week keep moving things forward 